Welcome to Make Account, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters most, people and God, all for heaven's sake. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, which invites you to know and show the welcoming heart of God. We all long for a life that matters, to give ourselves away for the next generation, to invest in things that will outlive us, and as my pastor said recently, to age intentionally and strategically. No matter what age or stage we are in, we are all growing older. There is no stopping that train. But we want to grow something besides old. Thank you for joining me on Make Account, Living a Legacy Life. I'm so excited today to introduce you to my friend Cindy Langford. I've known Cindy uh, maybe over 25 years, I think, and uh, she lives nearby here in San Luis Obispo, California, and she happens to be an executive with Pampered Chef Kitchen Products, which really has nothing to do with our recording today, but I just want to add that because uh, we've become close friends with that. Maybe you don't know, but I do love to cook, and I love to have people over, and one way I do that is to have Pampered Chef parties. So Cindy, first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about your family? Well, thank you, Sue, and it is so much fun to be here. I, You did mention Pampered Chef, and that is a big part of my life, and it is part of my family and why I actually started. So it's not, they're not separate. As you know, all everybody knows, your job, your work is really an extension of who you are. So um, it has served as sort of the mission field for me, too, all the people I've gotten to help just make that family time and meal time an important time. And if we can make it easier, then then that's good. We've, we've done something. Uh, my family is just, oh my gosh, when I think about that, when we first met, our son was in preschool and our daughter was in second grade. And now they're both married with two children, each of their own, beautiful Christians, all of them. And I feel very, very blessed. And my husband is, um, you know how they say just because two people fell in love or something, Jeff is a great partner for me and God knew it all. So we're, we're blessed. Mm. We are just so blessed. You are. And I'm blessed to know you. Uh, I'd like to talk to you. You, talk, you mentioned a little bit about, um, how the family is so important, but what legacy do you want to pass down to those you know and love? I mean, I could probably guess, but I want you to say in your own words. <laughs> well, a legacy, that that is such a big word. It is. And it involves so many things, and I almost don't feel worthy to leave a legacy, but I think it's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. And you, whoever you are, it shows, it's how you live, it's how people look at you, and Um, so I did always, because we live in a rather small town Mm -hmm. and I did always let the kids know that people are watching, people notice Mm -hmm. and are your motives uh, when they would do anything, I would say, you know, wherever you are, there's Jesus. (laughs) He's, he's with you wherever you are. So is that good? Are you pleasing him when you're out and about? And I guarantee Mm -hmm. that they were not always, (laughs) (laughs) nor, nor do I, I mean, but it's uh, so I just, I feel like that's something we it's important and also I believe that um, we kind of have to live up to a higher standard if you live in a small town and everybody knows everybody um, I think it's a responsible position 
the legacy part, I might say love first and hope hmm. and hope through Jesus, but, but really love people first because we just don't know what just happened to them before you encounter them on that day. They may have had a really bad day or night. That's so true. Um, how do you feel that you're currently passing down this legacy? I know that you spend a lot of time with your children and grandchildren and that will rub off on them. That's for sure. But, Mm -hmm. uh, even perhaps in business as you're, um, a small businesswoman, or I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's small, it's pretty big. Um, but you work hard at it and you have a wonderful team, people who love you, uh, but they're not all believers. So how do you share that same legacy with them? Can you just give us an example or tell us how you do it? Okay. Well, I've always um, held a high bar. Mm. And so we will say things like good enough is not good enough. Hmm. And we don't do things good enough. We just, that's not good. You don't phone it in. You care. And in our particular business, it's a relationship business. So again, not just talk about Pampered Chef, but I've always said Pampered Chef is life and life is Pampered Chef. There's not, you don't have to separate things. It's an integrity thing and it's a relationship thing. So um, how have we, we just, good enough is not good enough. If we can do the very best job we can do and serve our hosts and our guests the very best way we can, And that means just humanity. If we can serve people in the grocery store the very best way we can, it's Mm. just the way to be. It's Mm. just, Jesus is proud of that sort of loving behavior. Mm. Is that? That's great. Okay. Um, What changes did you have to make perhaps or obstacles did you need to overcome to make this happen? Well, I don't know. I'll tell you, my mom, when I was being raised, my mom and my dad was gone a lot. He was a deputy sheriff and he would work shift work. And mm. so my mom really raised us girls. That was the truth. And she didn't have a car and we stayed home after um, school and, and t- rode the bus and all those things. So we had a lot of time with her and with her mom and so grandma. And um, we just kind of the thing I said at the beginning, she people, you don't know where people are from. You don't know what just happened. And so be kind, be kind to everybody, because you just don't know. And I tell you one thing that kind of did rub off. This is kind of interesting. I forgot about this. I was in seventh grade and there were some children that were choose toast. And I didn't know anything at the backstory, but our school was going to be visiting an orphanage. They used to call them back then. Hmm. And so I was selected to go and be the ambassador to, to this group of children and you know, that happened repeatedly throughout my life. So I just, I don't know, if you smile, if you love people, and you just, people know. Um, I don't know if that's really what you're looking for, Sue, but it's just <laughs> kind. Be kind and smile and and imagine that they they need a hug and they need some love. It's so interesting that you said that because one of the early times that I was at your house for mm-hmm. lunch, I think was at a Bible study luncheon, okay. and I went to use your restroom and on the back of the toilet was one of those um, infinity calendars that you flip over and there was mm-hmm. a quote that, that I would never forget because it was mm. the most important thing in the world is to be kind and the second most important thing in the world is to be kind and the third most important thing in the world is to be kind. And of course, my children were at the age where at the table, they were not always kind. <laughs> and so I remembered that and I came home that night and I'm sure I waxed eloquently 
over spaghetti and meatballs uh, to my children. Guess what, girls? What is the most important thing? It's to be kind. And guess what? The second most. Mom, we heard it enough. But uh, I, I guess you can go overboard with this, but you can't go overboard with being kind. And, and I always appreciate that. And uh, I know that it's really important to you that people spend time at the table. That's one reason you're in this business. But I also think it's cool that you wanted to make some money just to, to decorate your house. And so that's mm-hmm. when you started becoming yeah. an, a consultant and you're mm-hmm. sold on that. And that's great. And I think it's an encouragement to women who want to stay home and raise their kids, but mm-hmm. also would like new well, new wallpaper or mm-hmm. a new couch or something <laughs> like that. And God provides through miraculous ways. Um, did you have any obstacles early on, like even before you married Jeff, where you were growing mm-hmm. in your faith and God came through for you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I can't. I have to think of one, but it just, it just, um, well, I was, I was kind of, I lived further from most of my, than most of my friends from where they lived. So wherever, whenever there was something going on, I didn't have a car yet. So I'd ride my Schwinn Continental (laughs) across town so that I could hang out with my girls. And um, I would say there's, we had some discussions about God but we were not actively in a a unified, organized church group. You mean your family? My oh no, my friends. Oh, your friends. Okay, my friends. Yeah, and frankly, <clears throat> my family. I um, they, I knew that they believed in God, but I just had a longing that was more personal, and so I literally just took myself to the nearby high school where the, I mean the church, where my mom was a preschool teacher at the Presbyterian Church in Gardena, hmm. and I took myself to the youth group. Wow. I By myself. I can't believe I did that, frankly, mm-hmm. but it was, the Holy Spirit was there with me, and, and that's what we did, because I just, I was hungry for that. I really wanted that, and um, the relationship, the knowledge, the whole, the whole shoot and match. So, um, you're riding your bike. I rode my, well at that, I got it. My mom and dad dropped me off at uh-huh. night. It was at night, but, uh, so I went to youth group by myself, mm-hmm. but I rode my bike to my friend's house across town. So truly I wasn't really raised up in a Christian community, mm-hmm. which is, um, so important. I will say my son was, my son had all of his friends were believers and re- really in that loving, supportive place. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Did so, I have to overcome? Yeah, well, you had to overcome. I mean, I think the Holy Spirit called you. Absolutely. He calls us all, but mm-hmm. I just, I'm always intrigued when I hear a story where it's not a person like a parent mm-hmm. or an uncle saying, hey, come to church. God mm-hmm. just called you mm-hmm. and you answered mm-hmm. and you went. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to close, is there any wisdom that you would like to share with our Welcome Heart audience on making mm-hmm. our lives count? You've talked a lot about kindness and about spending time at the table, mm-hmm. and about answering the call of the Spirit. I know prayer has become particularly important to you this past mm-hmm. year. Is there something you want to mm-hmm. share about that? Two or three or four years, yes. You know, some things happen to each of us in mm-hmm. life. I mean, things life is, life is messy. And so I found myself on my knees more this last couple years than I have ever been in my entire life combined. And that's not to say that I had a super easy, squeaky clean history, but I felt broken. Hmm. I felt um, absolutely abandoned. I felt sadness. I felt all the things that don't agree with me. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm a love, yeah. a loving person, and mm-hmm. I like to do community, and I like to share things. And f- frankly, my mom, my dad had already passed away. My mom was, was really suffering from dementia and was dying before my very eyes. And then I had some other things with other family members that were just heartbreaking. And I just had to surrender to God and just say, I'm, it's yours, Lord, it's yours. I, I am powerless. Um, please use me in a way that you see fitting because I feel like he's preparing me for something hmm. greater. And it's, I've never had that yearning. And I told you about that probably about four months ago, Sue. I can't wait to see where he's going to use me next. So you're so, excited even though you yeah. don't know quite what he's Ex- bringing you to. That's right. Mm-hmm. I have courage in him. Oh. I have hope in him. Mm-hmm. I have, my eyes are open, my head is up, and I'm excited. I mean, I, I can hear my voice getting excited Yeah. because something is coming. He's going to be using me, and I can't wait to yeah. be used by God wow. continually continually yeah. yeah well you always have been but mm-hmm. I see that you're on the brink mm-hmm. of something really mm-hmm. fabulous and yes. we really don't know what that will look like and you know that's true yeah. for all of us right but we're not always so poised to take the step because it may include some risk yes but like podcasting podcasting <laughs> this is so fun I've never done this yeah but well hey. me neither <laughs> You're doing great, Sue. Well, anyway, thank yeah. you so much, Cindy. And I'm going to uh, leave links for Cindy's um, Pampered Chef business on the show page, show notes, as well as one of her favorite Pampered Chef recipes, mm-hmm. of which I use many of them. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank you so much, Cindy, for joining us in our I, audience today. I hope it was enjoyable, everybody. God bless. Amen. Thank you.